Welcome to Sprinkles in Your Day with your host, Monique. Let's enjoy the day together with inspiration, hope, joy, and love coming your way. Wherever you are, just press play. Relax, sit back, grab a water, smoothie, coffee, or tea. We are here to inspire you to reach for your dreams and your goals while adding some sprinkles along the way. And let's face it. Who doesn't love sprinkles on their ice cream, donuts, or cupcakes? It just makes everything taste better. So, without further ado, let's jump in. Happy Sunday, my sweet, beautiful, amazing loves. Well, I hope that each and every one of you had a great weekend and still enjoying your weekend right now i know i did and i had an awesome time in church on today as well and you know i'm here right now recording live because i just want to share with the woman out there um there's this book that i have it's top 100 women of the bible you've probably heard of it and let's meet the greatest woman of the bible some you could hug others you'll admire and a few you'll probably run from screaming okay so the women of the bible are from the saintly mary to the powerful deborah to jezebel um, most got less ink than their male counterparts but their ancient stories of love and loss, mistakes and mercy, fear and faith ring true in our 21st century culture. So let's get to know these women from the Bible. All right, so let's take this journey with me. All right, let's go. God does has a special place in his heart for women. Let's meet Abigail. 1 Samuel 25 verse 3. His name was Nabal and his wife's name was Abigail. She was an intelligent and beautiful woman, but her husband, a celibate, was surely mean and in his dealings. Here is one of the Bible's great mismatched couples. Since it was the custom of the day to arrange marriages, Abigail had probably been wed to Nabal for his wealth, not for any meeting of the hearts. While she was a faithful and savvy woman, he was not only named fool, the meaning of Nabal, his actions had showed it as well. The women of that day generally had much less respect and authority than men. The Bible speaks highly of Abigail while recording only the mean-spiritedness and wrong-headedness of her husband. The two were certainly spiritually incompatible. While Abigail had faith, her husband had no time for God. 
Certainly his attitudes and actions were not those of a faithful believer. Still, though there could be an easy relationship, resentment didn't crush Abigail's spirit. Instead, she used her many personal gifts and graces to bring the best to her household. At the festive sheep shearing time, the surely and greedy Nabal intentionally offended King David. Recognizing the danger, one of the wealthy landowner's servants knew whom to approach, and he reported the situation to Nabal's wise wife. Immediately, Abigail understood the foolishness of turning down a polite request for support from the displaced David. Though the newly anointed king was fighting Saul for the throne, his warriors had protected Nabal's fields and clearly deserved some recompense. For his band of men did not seem an unreasonable request. Nabal had much, and the common custom of the day would have demanded that he share with those who had protected him and his household from harm. Instead of wasting time arguing with her husband, Abigail prepared food for David's men and set off to approach their leader to make peace. So she mounted her donkey not a moment too soon. On the road to David's camp, she met the warrior king and his men headed in her direction and intent on exacting retribution. Abigail knew her husband's attitude had risked all his holdings and placed her in a difficult position, yet her dependence lay not on her spouse, but with God. Understanding that David was doing God's work and required her support, she provided it. That simple intervention and her humble words and attitude before Israel's anointed but on the run king prevented unnecessary bloodshed. David immediately appreciated Abigail's faith and good qualities and praised God for her quick actions. If Nabal did not know how to recognize his wife's value, the king did, and he turned aside his wrath because of this faithful woman's generations, her generous response. While Abigail worked out a peace plan, her husband partied and she returned to find him drunk. So not until the next day, she explained how she'd spent her day hearing what his wife had done. The brutish Nabal literally had a fit perhaps experiencing a stroke. A few days later, he had died. And David saw Nabal's death as God's justice and immediately sought Abigail's hand in marriage. In a moment, faithful Abigail had moved from a fool's wife to a king's bride. In Abigail, we see many examples of faithfulness. When difficult relationships become part of our lives, we can follow her example. Will bitterness and resentment overwhelm our faith? Or like her, we can trust God that will make use even of whatever hard, difficult situations. 
Do we do the good that falls our way, knowing that God's wisdom will bring benefit to ourselves and others? Though matched with an unbelieving spouse, Abigail had remained faithful to her Lord. Like her, do we resist allowing unsatisfactory relationships to stall us out in our faith and continue on trusting God? Humility clothed Abigail's strength. No radical, angry woman. She paved the way for all women of strength to walk humbly before their God and make peace in broken relationships. God alone brings tranquility to broken lives. Abigail experienced that, and so we can too. And like Abigail, we may find that when we've passed through the troubles, God give us a better life than we ever expected. So the next female, her name is Abihail, spelled A-B-I-H-A-I-L. In 2 Chronicles 11 verse 18 says, Rehoboam married Mahalatha, who was the daughter of David's son, Jeremoth, and of Abihail, the daughter of Jesse's son, Eliab. Abihail, whose name means father is strength, was the daughter of Jesse's first son, Eliab, which means God is father. So she certainly had no impressive lineage since her uncle David and his son Solomon became Israel's greatest kings, right? And so, Abihail had married one of David's sons, possibly by a concubine. Abihail's daughter, Mahalathath, married a king, Rehoboam, but this mother's heart must have been saddened to watch the kingdom fall apart in her son-in-law's hands. Doubtless, Mahalathath also suffered as his wife since Rehoboam had 18 wives and 60 concubines. It couldn't have been a satisfying marriage. Abihail proves that even a premier family background can't guarantee a trouble-free life and the Bible doesn't describe her sorrows but we may easily read between the lines and understand that lineage isn't everything today it still doesn't matter if you hail from a family of great stature or very humble one troubles difficulties challenges all will be there only God the strongest father can protect his children and bring them through each and every storm. He is powerful enough to help us withstand whatever situation in life and bring us through safely. And our last girl, our last girl for tonight as we are talking about different women from the Bible, our last female for tonight is Abijah, 
you spell her name A-B-I-J-A-H. And 2 Chronicles 29 verse 1 says Hezekiah was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. And so there are not many references to Abijah in scripture, but a very important one commends her son, the king of Judah. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. There was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, either before him or after him. According to 2 Kings 18 verse 5. And so Abijah's husband, Ahazaz, Ahaz, as a matter of fact, Ahaz surely never influenced his son to trust in God, for he increasingly worshipped the pagan gods and even closed Jerusalem's temple. If either Hezekiah's parents positively influenced his faith, it would have been Abijah. No matter what a child has experienced, one faithful parent can have a powerful influence for God. While her husband gave himself over to the pagan gods, Abijah's quiet faith may have turned her son to the Lord. It is no different today. God still raises up children of faithful mothers. The unfaithfulness of a father can even become a clear warning and sad contrast to a mother's faith. No matter what the challenges situations a mother faces, Father God always remains with her if she trusts in him and prays faithfully for her child or, or children. Though a human father may fail, our God never will. And let us just end in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this beautiful, wonderful fellowship on tonight. How we can just come together, different women from all around the world, and just listen in on the different women uh, that you have in the Bible, dear Father God, for us to just, you know, look upon and, and glean to and just, you know, experience their stories, dear God, and also, you know, just place ourselves in their worlds their god and just learning and extracting a lot from them their father and just in the middle of everything thank you father that we have just learned so much like through abigail's humbleness and faithfulness and her strength their god that you have given her god how um admirable that is their father god as we just continue to look to you and and knowing that you are powerful father god and you could protect us through each and everything and bring us through safely dear father through whatever situation it is as we learn from abihel and dear god as we learned about what Ab abijah father knowing that no challenges is too hard for you father god knowing that you remain the same god knowing that you know you are faithful to your children and though a human father may fail god you never will fail us. You never ever will let us down. You are always with us right here. Help us to make the right wise choices every day. Dear God, guide us along the way, Jesus. 
and dear God, as we continue to put you first, dear God, and just let you take over and take full control of every situation, God. Thank you that you hold a, a, a special place, dear God. You hold us all in a special place in your heart, dear Father God. Thank you that we are special, that we are valuable, that we are chosen, that we are royalty, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Thank you that we are the apple of your eye, God, and we will forever lift you up and bless your name. You're worthy of all the praises. It is in Jesus' precious mighty name we pray, and we thank you and praise you in advance for everything, knowing that you have everything under control, because with God, nothing is impossible. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. This concludes today's episode. I hope and pray that you are blessed and uplifted in your soul. And just be sure to catch me back on next time. And this is Monique signing off, adding sprinkles in your day. Continue to stay blessed, stay healthy, and stay safe. Smile, Jesus loves you, and I do too. Peace and love. Ladies, mark your calendars for September 22nd through the 24th, 2022. It is the Joyce Meyer Ministries presents Love Life Women's Conference in St. Louis, Missouri. Listen, this is the big event and it is live and back in St. Louis, Missouri. So, ladies, the Love Life Women's Conference is back where it all began. Joyce Meyer in the St. Louis, Missouri. This is a milestone, okay? It's a milestone event that has been happening for 40 years in the making since 1982 up until now. Could you believe it? What a blessing that is. So join Joyce and others with some dynamic special guests and the energy of thousands of women who are worshiping together again, coming together, and it's going to just be a huge celebration that you won't want to miss. And the guests include Joyce Meyer herself, who's also the host, and as well as Pastor Joel Alstein, Pastor Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Chris Tomlin, Torin Wells, Phil Wickham, and Brandon Lake. And listen, we understand if you can't make it in person, you don't have to miss out. You can join us online and bring the party home. That's right, at joycemeyer.org slash lovelife. That is joycemeyer.org slash lovelife. Listen, you don't want to miss this. Can't wait to see you there.